Hello and welcome to the weekly message podcast from Crozet United Methodist Church in Crozet, Virginia. We invite you to join us in person any Sunday for our contemporary service at 9.30 a.m. or for a more traditional service at 11 a.m. Please visit us online at www.crozetunitedmethodist.org for further information. We hope you enjoy this week's message from Crozet UMC. those four Sundays leading up to tonight and tomorrow, we've been talking about each generation in our church. And so we was inspired by that short story by a man named O. Henry called The Gift of the Magi. And in that story, there are this incredible couple that love each other and they really want to get the perfect gift for one another. But they don't have a lot of money and they don't have a lot of ability to do that. So she cuts her hair and sells it in order to buy him a perfect accessory for the pocket watch that has come down through generations in his family, even though he, unbeknownst to her, has sold the pocket watch in order to buy gorgeous combs for her hair. And then when they discover that what they've done is sacrifice for each other to show just how much they love one another, it becomes the perfect story of Christmas. Christmas is about doing something selfless so that we can show other people how much we love them, which is exactly why God came to us in baby Jesus, to show us how much God loves us. So I want to talk to you tonight a little bit about Generation Z. That's the generation that you just had the opportunity to see. We've gone back over the last few Sundays, we've talked about the greatest generation because we have three or four of them that currently are members of our congregation. We've talked about the silent generation. We've talked about our baby boomers. There's more of them. We've talked about Generation X, which is my generation. And now, because of what you've seen, we're going to talk about Generation Z. Generation Z, or Gen Z for short, are those that have been born, according to the United States government, between 1997 and 2012. They're also sometimes referred to as Zoomers, although my understanding is you guys spend less time on Zoom and more time on Discord. But anyway, they are those that are digital natives. They know their technology and they're very comfortable with it. They are known as risk-adverse people. They have lower rates of teenage pregnancy, they consume alcohol less often, and all of this is because they are very concerned with their academic performance and their job prospects. They are a generation that has higher rates of allergies because we've become better at figuring out what people are allergic to. They also have a higher awareness and diagnosis of mental health problems, and they are more likely to be sleep deprived. They spend less time reading books, but they are a generation that is well-versed in reading and writing their own fan fiction on the internet. They are a generation that existed in this world after September 11th, and so their ethos, the way they think about the world, has been drastically impacted by those events. A Barna study shows that those that are between the ages of 13 and 18, they're skeptical about evangelism, but they are consistently engaging in deep personal conversations with their peer group. 70% of Generation Z identify themselves as Christians. 12% identify themselves as nothing in particular, and 7% claim that they are spiritually open to what may be. 
They are skeptical about arguments that are meant to solely change your mind. And 66% of them have said that they want someone who will listen without judgment. They value deep connections. 54% of them think it's important to ask good questions. And last but not least, it is the belief of many of today's prominent theologians that because of who they are and what they have experienced, that Generation Z are driven to listen and learn from others, and they prefer to prove their faith in their actions and not their words. But tonight, these members of Generation Z have done both, both with their willingness to practice and portray this ancient story and use their words to give it their own flair and character. And so we're very, very blessed to have many generations here, not just in Crozet United Methodist Church, but in Crozet, who are willing to use their voices and their time and their talents and their gifts to bless all of us. And the nativity story, the picture that we have sometimes in our homes of the birth of baby Jesus and the story that we read from the gospel account of Luke, those stories are all about many generations. Because if we look at it, Mary and Joseph were not probably of the same generation. There was probably a time span in between them. And they had chosen, against the wishes of many people, to continue to get married and have the Christ child. And as they journeyed to Bethlehem, they couldn't find anyone or any space where they could stay. So they found themselves in a stable, it would be the equivalent of having your family come and telling them they could sleep in the garage. And as they came and they rested there, what they found is that God was going to call many generations. The timeless generation of the angels who have no age. God was going to call the night watch of the shepherds who were probably some of the youngest of their industry. It's very rare that we make the oldest work the night shift. It was probably the younger. They rebound faster. And so they had the opportunity to come that night and see the birth of the Christ child. And in Epiphany, after we celebrate Christmas, we're going to have another middle generation come. Those who have had the opportunity to study the skies, study the stars, study the scriptures, and see that the star that appeared this night is the star that let the entire world know that Christ had been born. And so for us, as not only a church, but a community here in Crozet, we have discovered how beautiful it is to look at each generation and see what they have to offer, what they already bless us with, and find ourselves in the nativity. And so for those of you that go home and have a nativity, I hope you'll take an opportunity to think, which generation would I be in what I see? They were not all really old, even though sometimes our nativities portray that. Some of them would have been millennials. Some of them would have been baby boomers. Some of them would have been Gen Xers. But Jesus would have been Generation Alpha, which is what a lot of our children that were sitting up here are today. And so those generations all have an experience and a perspective to tell. And perhaps that is why almost 2,000 years later, we are still telling the Christmas story. We're telling it because every generation is given a gift. Every single one of us have been offered the opportunity to see ourselves in this story. And for those of you who are Gen Xers like myself, did you 
feel the little flavor of the breakfast club up here? <laughs> right? You feel yourself in the story, and because of that, it draws you in a little deeper. It makes you feel like maybe this really does have something to say to me. And tonight when you go home, and may God bless you with children that go right to bed, but when you go home and you have the opportunity, as you put each other to bed and as you wake up tomorrow, may you look at one another and think, yes, every single one of us is important. Christ came born in a manger so that every single one of us would recognize that we, too, are children of God. And we are so thankful for that opportunity to share that. So thankful for all of you who very well represented your generations. Thank you very much. Well done. And because of all of you who have chosen to make this an important moment in your celebration of Christmas, to come here and to be in the presence of one another and in God Almighty, to be here and to hear once more an ancient story, that people have been telling, not because it is just something that we do, not because it is our culture, not because it is our tradition, but because it speaks to who we are. And more than that, who we are called to be in the days ahead. We are asked to be people who would open up our hearts and our homes to a young mother and a young man who are looking for a place to safely have their firstborn child. We are called to be the kind of people that when God says, come and see this wonderful thing that I have done, who would go and say, absolutely, in the middle of the night, let's go and see. And we are called to be those who will tell this story, who will tell this incredible moment in time to others like the angels that came down that night. And so for all of us, this night is a reminder that the nativity isn't something that just happened so long ago. The nativity and the story of the birth of Jesus is something that happens every year and every time that we open our hearts to show that Christ has come and we are those that host him in all that we say and all that we do and all that we offer to others. May it be so. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you found the message meaningful, and we invite you to join us in person as we gather for worship at Crozet United Methodist Church every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. Please visit us online at www.crozetunitedmethodist.org to learn about ways you can connect with God and your neighbors through the ministries of Crozet UMC. Have a great week.